What's up, guys? Max here, back with a brand new episode of the Scuttlebutt Show, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different from our normal episodes because today I have a doctor's appointment in exactly one hour from now, and don't worry, it's routine stuff, but I have to get through today's episode quick. It's going to be a quick episode. This is Scuttlebutt Show Lightning Round. I hope you guys are ready. What's up, everybody in the chat? Ed, Nikki MGTV, R. Kunkel from the Wet Army, Jacob, Harry Lime Pie, thank you for a $2 super chat. Larry, we have got, uh, let's see, Jacob, I didn't say a pro hero, one gram of Sam, Eviana, John Franco, who else is in here? Rambo in the house, Nuggets, and everybody else. It is great to see you all on Sunday back in the... United States, but Monday out here in Okinawa, Japan, where I bring you our first story of today. You guys ready for lightning around? We've got U.S. military in Japan, where I currently am, extends stay-at-home order as the coronavirus accelerates across the country. Or is that even the reason? Let's talk about it real quick. So the picture you're seeing on your screen right now is Kadena Air Force Base Exchange. You can see all those nice sailors in their uniforms sitting outside with their masks on because we have been completely locked down out here in Okinawa, Japan. I got a whistle blow, I guess, for this because it has been just insane rules, restrictions. They're very dumb and they are very annoying because people are now canceling their vacations, losing money, losing experiences, losing their minds out here in Japan across the country for no other reason than to appease the political wants and desires of the government in Japan during an election cycle. That's truly it. The restrictions that we're under are a joke. Everyone out here is struggling big time, and I wanted to bring some attention to it because I know I have a lot of listeners in Japan. So if you're in Japan and you're dealing with these ridiculous, ludicrous restrictions that we're under, including once you walk out of your house, you must have your mask on. You can't be outside from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. on base stuff. Only exercising outside is, you know, limited. All exercise in general is limited. All this weird stuff. It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So I hope everyone elsewhere is doing okay. Um, it's been uh, it's been it's been rough with the restrictions going on. So as cases of Omicron spread throughout Japan, the U.S. forces Japan stay-at-home order has been implemented. To I'm not even sure what as cases continue to rise in uh, in the Navy, but now they're on or in the military in Okinawa, but now they're on the downslope and getting reduced and reduced and reduced. So I just want to give some attention to the silliness going on out here in Japan. And say shout out to everybody struggling with these things. I hope people are taking care of themselves mentally while we go through these ridiculous restrictions. People, friends of mine just had to cancel very expensive vacations with no chance of getting their money back and more. So it really is a bummer. If I miss some of your comments today, I do apologize because this is a speed run of the Scuttlebutt show today. All right. So let's jump into the second story of today. This is an old one, but I'm glad I waited to talk about it. We've got Army investigating Fort Hood soldier for mocking sexual harassment in TikTok video. We're going to talk about this guy really quick. You know, he's he's uh, he's got himself into some hot water here, but now being investigated. The question is, should he be investigated for posting some kind of, you know, politically incorrect joke onto his social media? Leave me a comment. What do you think? So we've got 
Fort Hood specialist being investigated after posting a TikTok mocking the quid pro quo of sexual harassment. The video in question, I've got pulled up right here from a Nikki MGTV video where he does a good job uh, covering this story already. You can go watch it on his channel. But here is the clip in question. So you hear that sound effect there if you're listening on the podcast. So if you see here, it's the caption of this is when she needs a an AAM, which is an Army Achievement Medal, to pick up E6 and first sergeant say meet him in office. It's a it's somebody here. The person is uh, standing there with um, their pants around their ankles. The implication being trading sexual favors for promotion. Now we'll jump back over here to the article. It, are there cases of that that exist in the military? Yes. Is it a smart idea to go make fun of it on your social media in uniform? No. So specialist Gallimore here, who's the person in question out of Fort Hood, Texas, you know, it's not all good in the hood, has been put on notice that posting that video has been, uh, you know, not such a smart move, mocking sexual assault, sexual harassment, uh, not in accordance with the Army's sharp sexual harassment uh, awareness response program, assault, sexual harassment assault response program, whatever it stands for, something like that. I think I probably got it close in uh, in that combination of words that I just said. So the quote here, uh, Sergeant Major Jeremy Crisp, a spokesman, said that they immediately took action upon learning the video. Specialist Gallimore's chain of command was made aware of the TikTok video on January 7th, and the nature of the content was pushed down through the command channels for action. Specialist Gallimore was directed to take down the video, and he complied. The command has initiated a formal investigation into this incident. Gallimore also says it wasn't him who created the video. It popped up on his for you page, hashtag FYP, and he just shared it to his TikTok afterwards. Which, you know, I don't know if this is the original posting on his channel here, but it says from original poster Jay Runner, who made the video, this is what it looks like when you copy a video and re-upload it to TikTok. And this is at Johnny Sanders PSA, uh, don't, at don't mind G, while it's sometimes consensual, it's also manipulation. So I don't know, it, the original, the person in question, Gallimore, his handle is don't mind G, but the TikTok has been attributed via this watermark on the video to somebody at J Runner. So who should pay the price when you aggregate content like that and just share it and repost it to your social media? Should you actually get brought up on charges by the army? Well, they say the video drew criticism for making fun of quid pro quo, a type of sexual harassment identified in Army Regulation 600-20 that includes demanding sexual favors in exchange for promotion, award, or favorable assignment. So he says he posted it. He wasn't thinking. He's sorry. He took it down. It started this whole drama online among other TikTokers, which I think is kind of silly. All these people in the military in uniform posting TikToks on their opinions on this thing. If it was me, I would keep my opinions to myself when it comes to this kind of stuff, especially if I was in uniform. Sexual assault response and prevention is what it's called. Sexual harassment and assault response and prevention. Yep. So that's the SHARP acronym. So what do you guys think? Is it right that he has been... Um, brought up on investigation over sharing this TikTok just because some other people took offense to it on the internet? Are our feelings on the internet worth pressing charges over? You guys let me know in the comment section down below what you think about that. So that's that story. Thank you, Nikki MGTV, for allowing me to steal your content. I didn't ask permission. I'm just assuming it's okay because I totally did because it's one of the last places on the internet you can find that original video. So what do we have next on the Scuttlebutt Show speed run? I hope you guys are having a good time. Maybe you prefer this format and you want to let me know. Do you want to see more of this? Just let me know if you do. USS Milwaukee confiscates more than $20 million in suspected cocaine. 
But by the end of that deployment, it might be like 13 million, 12 million, 8 million. I'm not sure. It depends on how long they're deployed for, if you know what I mean. Littoral Combat Ship Milwaukee confiscated more than $20 million in suspected cocaine from a drug smuggling go fast vessel in Fourth Fleet this month. The ship, along with U.S. Coast Guard Law Enforcement Detachment 402, jumped into action after Maritime Patrol's aircraft spotted the vessel in the Caribbean January 7th. The Milwaukee dispatched its MH60 Sierra, shout out to Justin in the comments, Seahawk helicopter, and a rigid hull inflatable boat, a rib, and the Coast Guard Detachment boarded the vessel, a little VBSS, Visit Board Search Seizure. Roughly 315 kilograms of suspected cocaine were uncovered. The Navy said that's about $22 million. 315 kilograms in American is about 700, it's about 800 pounds, about 800 pounds. There is an electric atmosphere on board. Anytime we can accomplish a mission that has a direct impact on making America safer, it contributes to that winning mindset. I bet Commander Brian Forrester, when he said that, Maybe wanted to reserve the comments about how energized the crew is after finding all that cocaine. It might have been maybe phrased it differently. There's a sense of pride instead of a sense of energy. I don't know. None of, none of my business, but who's watching that evidence locker? Five suspected drug traffickers were detained. The Milwaukee deployed to U.S. Fourth Fleet in December, but was sidelined later that month in Naval Station Guantanamo Bay due to COVID. The whole crew was vaccinated and those infected only exhibited mild or no symptoms. I don't know if that's really a reason to ground the ship if, if people have something, but it's not that bad. I remember being on the ship. Somebody got chicken pox and we just kept steaming, kept on steaming because the mission was too important. Let me know what you guys think about that story in the comments down below. So the army, the army, not, not only one story that we have today about the army, we have another one. Um, and then we have a crazy story, very controversial up next. So we have, uh, the army has been trying to recruit people. They recently changed their logo. You can find that on my TikTok if you guys want to, and you can buy stickers at scuttlebuttshow.com. By the way, guys, go check out scuttlebuttshow.com. If you haven't in a while, you can pick up this train to train t-shirt that I'm wearing right here. Stickers to represent your branch, Marine Corps, Air Force, and Army have been done so far. Navy, Coast Guard, Space Force coming soon. There's tons of stuff on scuttlebuttshow.com. You can also go to scuttlebuttclothing.com. And, uh, and it is definitely worth checking out because it's been massively updated if you haven't been over there in a while. So let's jump into this next story about Army recruiting. Operation Show Me the Money. The U.S. Army offers highest enlistment bonus ever to new recruits. So is that a good idea? Is $50,000 to an E1 in the Army a really good idea to go blow on a fancy car and a new Glock for a drive-by shooting? Let's watch this video and see what they have to say. It's getting new recruits in the door. The percentage of population that meets the minimum qualifications to serve is at an all-time low, and the percentage that serves is the lowest it's been since 2007. The Army is now offering its largest bonus ever to attract young people to sign up. News 10's Mark Rigsby spoke to the head of the Army recruiting here in Lafayette about their recruiting battle plan. Mark. Yeah, Dalfer, the U.S. Army needs new recruits, and money motivates, right? Men and women True. signing up now to be soldiers can get up to $50,000 when committing to six years of active duty under certain qualifications. So you're talking about $10,000 a year, about $800 a month. So basically an $800 a month, uh, maybe like maybe $700, maybe $700 a month raise based on your base pay with that bonus. I mean, you do have to pay taxes on it, but it's not a bad chunk of change to waste on a Camaro. It depends on your career skills, your career path you choose, what job you pick, the length of your enlistment, and how quickly you ship off to basic training. The bonus cap used to be $40,000. The hope is now by tacking on 10,000 more, more recruits will dedicate themselves to the U.S. Army. 
Captain Paxton Hadel is head of Army Recruiting in Lafayette. Well, the Army has had the same issues that a lot of employers have had in the last couple of years with the pandemic, political divide, economically. Uh, so we're having to do more incentives to try to lure some of these young people over to the Army. And one of those is the incentive of capping the incentive bonuses at $50,000. But money isn't the only part of the recruiting plan. There's a new program called the 2 plus 2, two years in the Army, two years in the National Guard. The $50,000 bonus could apply to this as well. That allows people that may want to join or see if the Army's a good fit for them to kind of get their feet wet a little bit in the active duty side. And if they're not really, they don't want to commit to a four to six year enlistment, then they can just go back to the reserves. Another new option for new recruits, picking your duty station of choice instead of being assigned one by the Army. Here in Louisiana, Fort Polk is on the list. Mark Rigsby, KLFY News 10. All right, so the Army's basically trying to get people in the door with a bunch of cash and maybe more importantly, an opportunity to pick your first duty station. My question to you, if you could pick a duty station in the Army, what would it be and why? Leave me a comment. I'm curious what you guys think. Are there any good Army duty stations in CONUS or do you have to go to Germany or to Spain or something like that to get good orders? You guys tell me. Maybe Okinawa. Maybe there are some good orders. You guys tell me what you would want to do. So this exploded exploded on the internet this weekend, and I got some thoughts on it. We got to talk about it right here. Fairfax County military families upset after school game labels military kids privileged. Uh, point of privilege, I'm a military kid, and uh, that makes me uh, extra, extra lucky. No hardships there. A game played in a high school English classroom in Fairfax County, Virginia has angered some local military families. The game called Identify Your Privilege, that's good to play with a bunch of kids, displayed boxes for statuses such as Christian, white, heterosexual, and never lost a loved one, but also included a box labeled Military Kid. I've got the box right here from Supervisor Pat Herity says, this is over the top time for FCPS to get away from identity politics and back, back to teaching our kids. So they were showing children this, identifying your privilege, native English speaker. Both parents went to college, never worried about food, drive, get driven to school, employed, comfortable, walking outside alone, white, parents are married, born in country of residence, no speech impediment, heterosexual. Do you really want to ask kids their, their sexuality at that age? That feels totally inappropriate too. Christian, and this is a bingo style, so right in the middle you get a free pass there. Feel safe around police officers. You see where this is going, right? This is sick. Mentally healthy. College is the expectation. Never been racially profiled. Feel represented in the media. Able-bodied. Have your own bedroom. Involved in extracurricular activities. Cisgender. Oh, my God. This is what they're asking children. Never lost a loved one. Male or military kid. What does military kid even mean? What is that like? What are that? What's the implication? What could that be? Military kid. I have always viewed being a military child as being a more difficult thing. Rebecca Brinker said the kids are definitely affected by the absence of their parents. How about this? Parents constantly gone insignificant danger, moving around a lot, changing schools, changing environments, changing who your friends are, uh, all kinds of crazy, like, what is that? This is absolutely atrocious. This is horrible. Brinker said her husband was deployed during the birth of their son. She couldn't even beat her for the birth of the son. 
Sometimes parents leave on deployment with little young kids and they come back and kids don't even know who the parents are. The fact that they want military kids to feel embarrassed that they are military kids, that they're privileged or that it's something they shouldn't want or to be or should be ashamed to be, it's very upsetting. Picture of the game has gone viral on social media, including in Fair, you know the Fairfax County supervisor here who was the one who tweeted the picture. I was not very happy to lessen his divisive and it's clearly offensive, especially to our military families. I mean, in what, in what, uh, in what school did they, in or in like what, in what panel of people did they decide that asking kids to identify their sexuality, religion, race, gender, and status of their parents and their history in front of their classmates? I mean, take military kid off. This is a is an embarrassment. Like, it's not even like that I'm I'm so offended by what I'm seeing here. The more frightening thing is the stupidity of the people who thought this was a good idea. Absolutely a disgrace. Uh, they should be completely ashamed of themselves. People should be fired over this. There's no question about it in my mind. Military kids have one of the hardest lives of any child in the United States. They deal with so much crap. <sighs> Knowing a lot of military families and military children and what they go through and what they have to deal with, I just want to say... I am for supporting military kids. I'm for supporting military families. So that's trash. Military kids, military families, keep doing the hard work, the good work, and I, I'll support you and I got your back. So with that, leave me a comment down below what you think about that whole thing. Um, you know, absolutely crazy story here. And this is our last one of today. And then I'm, we're going to be getting going because like I said, I got to go to the doctor. So this next story here is just silly we're just going to have a good laugh at our uh, shipmate here. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Sailor accused of torching the Bonham Richard, a $6 billion mistake, destroying one of the Navy's most iconic ships, wore the wrong insignia to his Article 32 hearing. He couldn't even get his uniform right. Maybe that's why I didn't graduate buds. When Ryan Sawyer Mays walked into a Navy courtroom late last year for a hearing that would help determine whether he goes to trial for allegedly starting the fire that ultimately destroyed the amphibious assault ship Bonham Richard, he did so as a seaman apprentice or an E-2. He had just made E-2 when the fire happened. Then he goes to court wearing an E-3 rank. He promoted himself. Despite being an institution well-known for its rigorous adherence to standards to all things uniform, the Navy cannot explain why the sailor was wearing the wrong insignia. It says he has had two uniform inspections, two uniform inspections before his uh, appearance there, and they're trying to decide if they have enough evidence and can pin this thing on him, so he's going to have to go through this process to see if court-martial is even the next step in, in his uh, future. Mays denies starting the fire in July 2020 aboard the Bonham Richard and that there's no physical evidence tying his client to the blaze, according to his lawyer. Prosecutors argued at the hearing that the witnesses placed Mays near the site of the fire's origin and that the former SEAL candidate was disgruntled. So he's become the face of the destruction of the Bonham Richard. If he didn't do it, man, I feel bad for this guy. There's no overcoming this as far as his career and reputation, even if he's exonerated from this whole thing. But people sounded pretty confident that he was, in fact, guilty uh, despite not having been in court yet, but that they would charge him that they had the evidence to do so. Navy records show Mays was advanced to E2 on June 3rd, 2021, 11 months after the Inferno and eight weeks for Navy preferred charges against him for starting the fire. Mays was already suspected of starting the fire at the time of his advancement. The bump from E1 to E2 is generally automatic. So is the bump from E2 to E3. Normally, after six months, you go from E2 to E3. I believe it's six months. Correct me if I'm wrong. E1 to E2, six months. E2 to E3, six months. E3 to E4, a year, I believe, if that hasn't changed. So he should have, in theory, been promoted to E3 unless his command put in the specific page 13, putting a hold on that promotion until pending legal uh, problems are resolved. 
It says here, I think that was prudent and smart, particularly pre-referral of criminal charges in order to avoid any appearance of illegal pretrial punishment or pre-decision. She said, there's no advantage to the government in preventing this. You know, the government has famously mishandled uh, many high-profile criminal cases in the last few years, one being Eddie Gallagher, Stu Scheller, the Marsoc 3, and the list goes on. If you guys are interested in a really good program, go on Apple TV and watch The Line the docu-series that they made involving the trial of Eddie Gallagher. So you guys can check that out. Um, it was We watched it over the weekend, my wife and I, and it was really good. I'll do a full review of that uh, coming soon. So, Scuttlebutt Show speedrun. That's done. That's it. It's going to be a short episode today. I got to run and go to the doctor, okay? I got a doctor's appointment. Got to make sure I'm healthy and good so I can keep doing the show for you guys for many years to come. MC says, agree with me. The entire lesson is a disgrace that disgusts me and bless our military families. Agree with Max. She says, this disgusts me and bless our military families and thank each for their unimaginable sacrifice for our freedoms. Yes, Elijah, Yeet, RM2021, Nuggets, everybody. If I missed you in the comments, I do apologize. This has just been Ancient Neophyte, an absolute speed run of a show. I'm sweating over here. I'm sweating. Tomorrow will be a regular full-length show. We'll slow it down. We'll take comments. We'll take questions. We'll take all that stuff. I've got a big episode planned for you guys. I hope you enjoyed today's stories. Make sure you follow me on TikTok, Instagram, all the deals. You guys know, already know the deal. With that being said, thank you for bearing with me today through this episode. Uh, I had a good time. I hope you did too. Maybe you like this. If you like this, leave me a comment, shoot me an email, whatever. I'll be over uh, on Camp Foster out here in Okinawa going over to the hospital and seeing the doc. With all that being said, I look forward to talking to you guys all very soon. For now, that's the scuttlebutt.